This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for December 18th, episode 2583, brought to you today by It's Friday, Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Ah, this one again. Coming to you live from Santa's workshop at the North Pole, everyone's favorite elves, Jamie Jumperbottom and Glenn Scooter Pops. Well, I can't pick on you with uh, the donkey song anymore, so I have to get you with something. (laughs) Hey, you know, you and I have caused the largest controversy that's ever happened in the auditor room. It's been a quiet, peaceful place. And the auditor room, by the way, for new listeners, is uh, basically our super fans. They pay up $3 or more a month, and and they get to join the auditor room, which has about 550 people in there now. And it's been this peaceful place where you can go, and it's like a big family and everything until you and I started a war. And the war is... I think it was you, but go ahead. I think it's both of us. It's Vegemite versus Marmite. Who knew that our overseas listeners had such strong opinions? (laughs) How did this even happen? And now all of a sudden... It's turned into like a a food challenge and it's like an inter-country angry who's better and who's worse. <laughs> well, I apparently bought challenge. the wrong ones. Apparently there's good Vegemite Marmite and not good Vegemite Marmite. And who knew, by the way? And by the way, I don't think you and I are going to be able to tell the difference, to be honest. <laughs> so Tuesday morning, we are. did you get your Vegemite Marmite? I had I, I did, and okay. I opened them, and I smelled them, and that was oh, a mistake. Oh, I didn't do that. I, I wasn't going to do that till Tuesday. So good, good on you. But um, yeah, so Tuesday morning we we're going to have shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week before we go on break. Tuesday with all morning, three, with both of us, I'll with, be on yeah. Tuesday as well. Yep. So we're going to do the challenge, and I have some uh, listeners that are going to join us uh, that are going to guide us through it. And let's just say they have accents. So. Uh, and they do have their favorites too, so I'm sure they're going to try and mess with us a little. But I got to tell you, I'm kind of excited to try it in the correct way um, because I actually don't like sweet things for breakfast, and apparently this is like salty toast, so it might work just. Yeah, you great might for like me. it. I'm I'm a sweet guy, so we'll see how this goes. I'm like, why does everything have to be covered in jelly and syrup? And bleh? I'm like, I'll, I'll eat. I have for breakfast toast with sliced tomatoes on it. So maybe this is like something else I can add to the toast. Yeah, you might like it. Who knows? Uh, But apparently we bought the wrong one. I don't know which one it was, the Vegemite or the Marmite. I couldn't follow the whole war going on. But, uh, (laughs) But anyway, tell us what's coming up on today's show. All right. Well, we are going to talk to uh, one of our auditors, who's also a cross-country course designer. Mogi Beard-Muller is coming on to talk about what goes into designing a cross-country course, plus Heather Briggs of Strider on how the app has become a leader in show registration. And, of course, you'll want to stick around because we have really bad ads and we're giving away the prize today. 
All right, I'm going to need your help on the first name here for the Daily Winnie. Care to give that one a try? This is one of our auditors. <laughs> it's Gemma Voisay. Voisele. Uh, it could be Yama if it's Spanish, but then that it's, would mean a that the it's second a French word last looks name, French. Gemma Voisaye. All right, Gemma, we need to know. So please let us know how you say your name. It's J A M A. V-O-I-S-E-L-L-E. And there please you go. record it for us and send us the recording so we Jamma actually <laughs> I'm sure neither Vuseye. one of us is close. And also Jamma Deb Vuseye. Fry, who has a name we can pronounce. Deb <laughs> Fry. God love her. <laughs> Happy birthday to both of you. We really appreciate you being part of the auditor community. Jamma. My goodness, I've got just an angel that is doesn't like me to talk about her on the show, but she is one of the sweetest, most generous, kind ladies in the world. And I just want you guys all to put your hands together for Nellie Kennedy because she just continues to do awesome things for horses everywhere. And she won't let me tell anybody about it because she's so amazing. Um, But too bad. I'm letting it out of the bag today. Nellie, you lost. You're awesome. <laughs> You're awesome, and I don't care who knows. <laughs> well, Nellie is, and she she is one of those quiet people that's always in the background, but always supportive. She checked in with me many times when I was sick. Uh, what a great person she is. Lives out there in she California. She's so much better than me. I just figured you'd be all right. We'll talk to you Monday kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never checked on me, but Nellie did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's uh, hear from Kentucky Performance Products. We went over to the World Equestrian Center yesterday, but after our first guest, we're going to, uh, after our guests, I'll tell you a little bit about our impressions of the World Equestrian Center. There was a show going on over there, so it was interesting to see horses there and the place in use. Uh, and uh, it's Disneyland, that is for sure. But right now, we have to hear from Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Feeding your horse starch-laden grains can lead to colic, laminitis, and metabolic disease. Today, nutritionists are recommending the use of high-quality fat to provide healthy calories. Fat is an extraordinary energy source. It's readily utilized by the horse and contains more than two times the calories of starchy grains. Replacing grain with a high-quality fat supplement reduces a horse's risk of developing health problems. Equijule Stabilized Rice Bran is an excellent fat supplement. It contains a balanced calcium-to-phosphorus ratio and won't cause mineral imbalances when added to the diet. Its all-natural ingredients are high in healthy fat and fiber. And best of all, horses fueled by Equijule stay calmer and more focused on the job at hand. When you need to add healthy calories to your horse's diet, choose Equijule. To learn more, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, first up today, we have Heather, who's Chief Technology Officer of Strider. Hi, Heather. How are you? 
Hi. So, I'm great, Glenn. Thanks so much for having me. Terrific. Now, Strider, tell everybody who doesn't know, we have a lot of people who don't compete and probably don't know what Strider is. So tell, tell everybody what it is. Strider is a community. It's a foundation platform that allows event organizers across the United States to post their events and register participants um, for those events, uh, take their money, and then download reports in the back end so that they know who's coming, what horses they're bringing, um, and what have you. So it's basically a, it's an overall snapshot of what's going on in the equestrian industry in one single site that you can check and see what events are running in your area. How freaking busy were you at the beginning of the pandemic? <laughs> we were, um, yeah, actually, I, I got some numbers yesterday, and I was really impressed. Um, so we had over a 1000 events posted and actually held um, using the Strider platform. And I was a little concerned that those numbers weren't going to look very well. But a lot of people really stepped up and made changes. We had a lot of virtual events. So horses, horse shows that were posting to actually come live and ride became virtual events and just a way for the community to still gather together, but maintain their distance and not bring your horsey friends. Um, so I was a little panicked uh, that we were just, we were going to lose the momentum, but it really uh, turned out well in the end. So well, I, was, I would say I it the pleased. other way, all the shows that weren't using, you know, online en uh, enrollments or, you know, online signing up online were, we're having to then, right? We're, we're switching to the online format, the paperless uh, entries. Yeah, so we have seen an uptick in new people coming to the platform that were like steadfastly, I've done it for paper yeah. for a long time, and this is the way I'm comfortable, um, and now suddenly didn't want to touch the paper. So we've had a lot more organizers that weren't using the platform um, join. So we've started some, uh, every two weeks, we have classes for new organizers to help them get comfortable. They can ask their questions, you know, live real time in, a, in our Zoom meeting. And um, that has worked well to kind of dip their toes in and get familiar without, um, yeah, without feeling like they're alone in the process. So we've, we've started some classes, some educational aspect. We've um, I added um, an integration with Zendesk and helpful articles so that you can search. Um, we added a widget on there. So um, as a writer, if you can't figure out the payment process or whatever, there's a, a bigger knowledge repository. So that was one of the, the big things that the pandemic kind of really spurred is that we had individual pages, but they were harder to find the content. Now with the Zendesk integration, it's really stepped up our um, ability to answer users' questions and have them self-serve uh, a little bit faster um, when they're trying to walk through the the process of their first time going through. What discipline is is what discipline is the one that really uh, has taken off with this and is kind of your leader? Uh, I have to say, eventing. Um, they seem to be the, the the first to give anything a try. They're uh, no they're surprise the there, huh, Jamie? The the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've really, really embraced it. Um, but the dressage people are are hot on their heels. Um, Hunter and Jumper are coming on board. We've seen a lot more um, shows come on, uh, like smaller shows, give it a test try. 
Um, and we're slowly bringing up the uh, kind of bringing up the back end with with driving. So I have my first driving facility that's going to come up in the new year. So I'm working with her to work through some of the templates and stuff because they have a unique need that they need multiple horses on an entry form. Um, yeah, see, that's the thing with driving. So you have one driver with, uh, you know, two, four horses. So it can change. Yeah, exactly. Change. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, that's, that's in the hopper and, um, yeah, we can, we can support, we can support them. It's just, a, it's just a, a few database tweaks. So. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, as an eventer, the th- the reason that they've really taken onto it is because God, we hate paperwork. <laughs> oh my God. I hate- and you used to fill out entries. It was like this tiny little, you have to have a black pen and write really small and you have to get all your numbers from before in the last competition. No, it's all on a computer. We're good. Fine. <laughs> Hit the button. This will take I- it. I have to say, coming from being a show secretary to Upperville and looking at the like literally hundreds of paper entries that were still coming in, it, please, if you're going to fill out paper, please fill it out neatly because <laughs> it is it is very awesome. difficult to read. Um, and you're like, I know you, I, my penmanship is certainly not one. I can't read to my own emulate. <laughs> I know. And it's, I, I, God bless those secretaries. I really feel for them. So by embracing it, you know, it's really nice to be able to go into, into your organizer corner and just literally download a spreadsheet of everybody who's coming. So. It's nice. I mean, all of it has been going that way for quite some time. So it's perfect. I'm actually surprised it's taken this long to get you know, a, an established platform. There's been a couple before Strider that have tried and just not done, just not made it. Um, and so I'm glad to see there's a platform that's finally making it, you know, because it, it needed to be done. Uh, and I know you're doing clinics now and all other kind of thing, which is great because for the clinicians, it makes it easy. I mean, it just makes it easy all around and makes also payments easy, which is one of the harder parts when you're doing a clinic. How do you take credit cards and all that stuff? So, so good on you for for making it easy for people to do that. Is there any ex- before we let you go? Is there any expansion plans next year? Is there anything that you're going to be adding to it that's kind of cool? Um. So we are we are obviously looking at an app because an app would be nice. Um, we are looking at score and, and reporting option too, so that you can we can have the soup to nuts experience. Um, right now, I'm going through the yeah. I think that's a great idea. Document. By the way, I think if you could have the, um, the scoring all in one, along with the app and everything in one place, and then you could also track your scores over time. So I think that would be great. Co- correct. Yeah, it'd be nice. So, and again, a lot of our riders go from discipline to discipline. So, you know, the dressage people will, will go and do like a combined test here and then something or, you know, it would be nice to be able to track between disciplines um, in one snapshot. Yeah, I agree. Right. I think that's great. Here we go. Uh, I need to get Oklahoma on board here. I keep searching Oklahoma and sorry, it looks like venues have not posted activities that match your request. Come on, Oklahoma. Well, you get know, with the- it. The other thing that's we do have Hawaii, believe it or not. We have you, <laughs> you know shout out Hawaii, to the people Jamie. in Hawaii. <laughs> I'd rather go there anyway. But, uh... <laughs> so cool. That sounds good. You know what is missing on here glaringly, and we've had trouble with the Western world too. I mean, they they they're slow to uptake podcasts too. So, but there's not a lot of Western. Do you think that's is that a place you're looking to expand? 
It is actually one of the things that we're working on in the next two weeks. We are adding all of the Western dressage tasks, WDAA and everything to our platform um, so that that will be an option. But, yeah, they're a valuable part of the community um, that we'd really like. uh, Shout out to them if they want to come and talk. We would be more than happy to help help you get set up. But um, kind of that flyover state, we're good on the East Coast. And we're heavy on, you know, heavier on the West Coast, but kind of the middle. Um, Texas has really embraced us, but the middle, we're, you know, we dabble, we we dabble in the the kind of the midwestern. Right. I need part. some mounted archery too. I really want to start trying that. All right, we <laughs> got work to do. Awesome, we got work to do. It's Strider. Right. It's S T R I D E R. Just go to striderpro.com and you'll find the calendar there. You'll find uh, all the different things that are available. I mean, there's even hunts in here and all different kinds of things. So, so good for you. I hope this really takes off. We need one place to track, for, as you said, from beginning to end. I think that w- that would be a, a huge thing that should have happened ten years ago in this business. But uh, better late than never. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. Merry Christmas to you and, and your whole team. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks. Happy holidays. Okay, we have a few minutes before our next guest. Uh, We went over to the World Equestrian Center yesterday, Jennifer and I did, and there's a Western show going on over there. You want to talk about money. Um, First of all, let's talk about the complex. Then I want to talk about the people that were at the show uh, and and their rigs. (laughs) So we're... We're uh, we're over to we drove over and the entryways are just beautiful. Everything here is take the Kentucky Horse Park. It makes it kind of look like a third world country. Um, the, everything here is pristine. I mean, the every plant you can tell is planted. Every, all everything is amazing. So we go and we go in the the one of the four heated indoor and air conditioned in arenas. They're huge. They're enormous. I posted this on Horses in the Morning Facebook page. So go look at the pictures and I posted some videos. They're enormous, Jamie. And each one seats like 1,500 people. And there's four of those. And they're all connected to the barns through walkways so you never have to go outside. So we we hung around in there, watched the show. I think they were doing a hunter class or something at that time. And then uh, we walk and walk and walk. The, these indoors are enormous, and then they're attached to barns. There's 2,000, 2000 heated air-conditioned stalls. The, the barns are to kill for. I mean, they are just amazing. And they're 64 degrees, and you walk in, the wash stalls are beautiful. Those stalls are amazing, and the doors, just everything. You can tell that they knew what they were doing when they built this place. Oh, by the way, there's bathrooms everywhere. <laughs> so let's just throw that out there, because that's one of the things you can't find. Uh, clean. Very nice bathrooms everywhere. Well, uh, everything is brand new. So before you start ripping on my Kentucky Horse Park, oh well. Uh, let keep me in just mind. talk about the, some of the little differences. So um, when we were in the old in that uh, indoor arena for the show, the sound system is amazing. And oh one God, of the things you really get at ridiculous. most horse parks is you and you can't understand a word they're saying. There's uh, a reckless statue. There's a Aww. reckless statue as you walk. So then you leave the arenas and in between the arenas, you walk up and there's reckless right in front of the huge mega hotel that they're building in front of the Grand Prix arena. It is amazing. I mean, I look at all this and I'm like, man, I need some better trained horses. This is Disney World. I mean, it really is. So we walked around. We saw some of the Barns and the Grand Prix Arena is just, you know, to die for. All the footing is immaculate. And they were, there must be 
20 warm-up arenas, and arenas just everywhere. Um, and they were watering them all, even though they weren't being used. They were dragging them all. They must do that every day. So the hotel is not done yet, so we couldn't go into the hotel, but the arenas are all are done. So we keep walking, and it seemed like we were walking freaking forever. <laughs> um, so we're walking. We finally get to the new outdoor arena. So think Kentucky Horse Park. Think of that big outdoor arena, and take one that's every bit as nice and as big as that one. But now I had to go to the bathroom. So I went in the bathrooms there. These are the little things again. There must have been 50 stalls in the men's room. And one of the biggest complaints that you have is you wait in line to go to the bathroom, especially the women. Jennifer said there were 50 stalls in the women's room. That's too, a lot arena. of stalls for men pooping. Do they have yeah. urinals? I yes, mean- they did. And it's just amazing. It's just the little things again that made a difference. You go, oh, well, they thought about this. Uh, it's just everything. The restaurants are everywhere. They're really spread out. There Is there was a actually, gas station? There's a ga- Then we went and we drove over to the campground, which has 300 sites. Well, the Western people all tend to have campers or RVs. Oh, my God, Jamie. They, they're driving these half a million dollar RVs. They were just lined up. And their horse trailers are incredible. God, there's money in the Western side. The horse trailers were incredible. I mean, just so it was weird to go to a campground where they're half RVs and half living quarter horse trailers all lined up in the campground. Campground is beautiful, of course. Um, and there's a gas I station. I wish their horses would pick their heads up. Good Lord, it's a Western yeah, show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's another discussion for another day. But the uh, they're building a gas station, and, and like, it's little things. There's a lot of room for trailers to get in and out of this gas station, as you would expect. And it's going to be like 12, 20, 15 pumps or something. It's huge. Just everything is thought out. Now, what we didn't know is when we were there for a uh, construction tour in March before COVID hit, uh, they were. They had decided to build a conference center. So we went, we drove around to the back because the place is so big it, we couldn't even walk there. We drove around to the back, and the con- the conference center is done. It's like a hundred thousand square foot building. So think of the building we were in to see Ada that size. Okay, um, but then there was four more being built, and we didn't know what they were. They're building four conference centers like that, that size. There's four of those buildings going up. They, they're going to be able to have Las Vegas-sized conferences there. And polo fields, and they're putting in a cross-country course, and it's just, it's like Disneyland. And it's all, you can tell it's all planned. Every plant and shrub is in its place. It's just beautiful. <laughs> it's- so there's a there's a, a picture you posted of like, it looks like a a breeding shed or something. A beautiful stained glass in the top looks like oh, a church. Oh, no, that's almost. a church. That is okay. a church. That's the first thing he built is the church. And they have services there every Sunday. So uh, people can get married and they yeah. do something. Oh, this is, wow. place is going to be used for everything. They already announced a huge car show there. They're going to have full-size concerts in that outdoor arena. They also announced, and we're going to try and get tickets for this, they're going to do a Kentucky Derby party in the Grand Prix Arena with the huge Jumbotrons. They're enormous. They're going to do a Kentucky Derby party there on the Jumbotrons with food and all that. It's just, they're going to be able to do some amazing things because it's an amazing place. Uh, And you will be able to have multiple shows there at any given time. They're planning on doing dog shows and car shows and just everything. And you could tell. Just the amount of employees that this has brought to. They hired 500 already. Wow. So, uh, and, you know, not all the restaurants were open yet. There was one little shop open, uh, tax shop open, and she said they moved two years ago to Ocala 
knowing they wanted to have a permanent tax shop at World Equestrian Center. And apparently there's going to be like 100,000 square feet of permanent shopping. It's like its own little city. It really is. So you all are going to love coming down here for that. I think you could hold a World Equestrian Games there, no problem. And it might be where we have the next World Equestrian Games, because you could hold it there, no problem. And I know somebody that was down here to visit this recently was uh, our next guest. She was down to see it. But uh, first, tell us about Dr. Busby, and then we'll we'll get to our next guest, who's one of our terrific auditors and a good friend of ours. Fear Senior Dog has the mobility and spunk of a puppy. Lucky you. But more than likely, your senior dog is slowing down and maybe even, even suffering silently. We're excited to tell you about Dr. Busby. Busby's Encore Mobility, a new joint supplement for dogs that does more than just help the joints. It renews your dog's spark and spirit. Stop worrying about your senior dog slowing down. Go to drbusby.com and save 10% on Encore Mobility with the promo code HRN. That's drbusby.com. Well, our next guest, uh, she was on the cruise that we took here, uh, the Horse Lovers Cruise. Uh, with with her husband, and we had fun there, but she's also a course designer, right? Yes, she is. Uh, we're, let's get her on the line. Hello. Hey, Mogi, it's Jamie and Glenn. How are you? Hi. Thank you. <laughs> I'm great. Great. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Always happy to be on horses in the morning with my two favorite people. Oh my gosh. Where in the world are you right now? I'm in Aiken, South Carolina. Oh, that doesn't suck. That does not suck. (laughs) It is not too bad. (laughs) Now you have quite the resume. You're a course designer. You're a level three, I believe in the instructor. You are a three-star rider. You've been in eventing forever and ever and ever. It seems like you were born in it. Um, Tell us anything else that we need to know about you before I start talking about cross-country courses. I think that's probably, I, I think you've, uh, yeah, trainer and coach um, and of young horses and yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she's good and at drinking Ab- by the pool. I can throw that in there too. Uh, she's an inventor. We were born <laughs> to do that. We yeah, were born to do that. We're pretty good on that at, at, on the cruise. Yep. Now, did I see that you recently got a new horse? I did. I did. I got a three-year-old off the, tr- well, sort of off the track. She had just trained um, on a private uh, training facility. So she was never actually on the quote unquote, the racetrack, but a uh, lovely, lovely mare. I've lunged her a couple of times, uh, but I sort of needed to get her shoes sorted out so that she would be as comfortable as possible. And I'm just sort of waiting for uh, a good day to sort of get back started with her. How um, exciting. And just giving her time. Yeah. She's, she's such a lovely soul and what a, just uh she's a beautiful mover and, uh, but her personality is, is a plus. Oh, especially for a three-year-old. Congratulations. Yeah. So, um, what we were going to talk about today is, you know, like I've got this 20 acre piece of property, which is amazing. And, um, and I know that you've designed cross country courses for, you know, places all over the, all over the country and world. Um, so when you have a piece of property 
drop my 20 acres. Forget about that. Like you have, you know, like a Kentucky horse park size piece of property and you, where do you start? (laughs) That's a, that's a, that's the big question. So part of being a course designer, usually we're uh, part of uh, coming up with sort of the infrastructure, like say you have just a blank piece of property and there were cornfields on it. And now you're trying to figure out, okay, where do we, where do we put our cross country course? Well, sort of just, you have to back up a little bit and figure out where you're going to have the barn, where's going to be the trailer parking, um, all of, all of these things so that there can be an, a natural flow for people when they're on your property, um, whether it's for a show or for a schooling facility. Uh, Those are some of the first things you have to come up with. So once you figure out sort of where your barn is, where your arenas are going to be, and then you sort of look at the ground. And one of the things that on the East Coast that I've found is that a lot of pieces of property have cleared ground And then they also have woods. Um, And so maybe they have some trails or some cleared, uh, lightly cleared areas in the woods. One big, big thing when you're designing or coming up with where you're going to start is you always want to start out in the open. You want to start maybe heading towards the trailer parking or towards a barn as opposed to away from the trailer parking or away from the barn or also the other worst one is heading straight into the woods to start off with because you always want to make it inviting. You want those horses to go forward first and give them a good experience. Where were you when I was learning to event? Oh my God. It was always like (laughs) right there at the starting and then you'd leave and half the horses are like, I'm not going out there. I mean, or making the water go away, you know, and here you are trying to bring up young horses. So that's exciting to hear you say that. Where the hell have you been? Cause I mean, I've ridden on all the other ones. (laughs) Well, (laughs) So, but, uh, but I, I do think that hopefully a lot of the new up and coming course designers, um, are, are taking this into account now. I yeah. honestly, on some pieces of property, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's sort of impossible, you know, because the way that they were, or, um, uh, the way the infrastructure was put down. Um, so, so there's never the perfect piece, but there's always, you just got to think about these things in the back of your mind and what's going to get these horses forward first. So didn't mean to interrupt you. So do you look at like an Mm -hmm. overview of the, the land? Do you walk it? Do you drive it? How do you kind of get a feel of where things can go? Yeah. So the overview doesn't work very well because you don't get an idea of, of grade or of, of terrain. Um, so I like to get on the piece of ground and then to be able to look around and, um, and then I walk it and I see where the little nuances are with, with the slope and, uh, because it's hard to set fences on the side of a, of, of a slope. Um, you, you usually can either go up or you can go down, but it's really hard, uh, going across that slope. Um, 
So usually, you know, you want to try to head out going a little bit uphill, um, not up a steep hill, of course, uh, but, but up a slight, a slight slope so that you can be sending the horse forward as opposed to worrying about the horse going too fast and trying to ride the brakes to the first or second fence. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 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 but so getting that look and then, and then if you're lucky enough, uh, to be able to, um, have the, the backing to be able to put in some mounds and, uh, and, and another water and things like that. And so looking, trying to think about where those features are going to be and where you're going to put those so that the spectators, when we can have spectators back um, after COVID, but, but where's the best place to be able to, for those spectators to be able to see these feature fences that hopefully sponsors are going to put their names behind. Um, And then, and then being able to connect those, but not too closely together so that you have some let up fences, you have some gallop fences in between those features, the, the mounds, or I call them little skateboard parks, uh, and the waters and maybe some sunken roads, some, some, um, uh, banks, uh, combinations and, and so on. That sounds so exciting. But like when you get hired to do one, is that, oh, is it like a, oh my God, I'm so excited. Or is it like a, oh, here we go. No, you know what, honestly, uh, to be able to uh, go to a new piece of property and look at it, and I I find that really exciting, Um, especially if there's some backing and that they are looking to do um, either unrecognized and recognized um, courses, that I think is the best because then you can play around a lot with uh, for the lower level horses, as well as the more experienced upper level horses, uh, like at stable view, uh, we're, we're just building a brand new, um, some mounds on, on the eventing Academy area, which is their uh, lower level, which is our unrecognized area. So we have this huge mound complex that, that we just uh, put in the ground two days ago. And just seeing that from being this side slope that was so hard to set jumps on, and we, we moved, oh, I don't know how many hundreds and thousands of tons of dirt over there. And it's going to be so much fun. For, so I designed it so the young horses can have some footwork questions and the, and the um, intermediate and the advanced horses are going to have some pretty hard complexes over there, but it's all within the same uh, mound. It's, it's, it's so much fun. I I find this uh, stuff thrilling. (laughs) Mogi, I wanted to ask you, you recently, and this wasn't too long ago up at Tryon, where we had the World Equestrian Games, they yeah. had the Mars Tryon three-day event. And one of the things you have to think about as a course designer is water. You, you have to be looking at where water flows and if it's flooding because they still ride. And you did have that challenge. It, it just poured before that event, didn't it? Boy, did we have that challenge, yes. So we got uh, close to 12 inches of water overnight um, actually, it was eight inches of water in Tryon itself, but it was 12 inches of water up in up in Asheville. Mm. And all of that water came down 
the the creek that runs through uh, runs through the cross country course uh, down down on the bottom at at Tryon and and the water rose and rose and it literally it flooded a good I don't know forty percent of the cross country course was underwater and. Um, somehow we managed to get all of that water off with massive pumps pumping out the lakes. Uh, but, but the funniest story with that whole thing. So we were looking from, um, so, so the, the four star long had to cross, uh, a, a road and we're standing on the road and, and the course went around. It was a brand new part of the course that wasn't on at WAG that went around this new lake and I was, we were standing on, on the road and this is the morning after it rained and I was looking out there and I'm, and, and there was a coffin complex at the end of the lake and it was built. The ditch was built in the drain area for, for the lake to go out to the river. Well, what had happened was cause the river rose so much it acted as a funnel bringing the water into the lake from the river. And I looked out and I said, what are those two big sticks sticking up out of the ground at the, at the end of the, at the lake? And I looked closer and I said, that's the ditch. The ditch literally, it was secured on one side with a, with a drain that went out to the river but the other side of the ditch literally was 10 feet in the air, sticking straight up like two <laughs> chopsticks. Uh, 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 I, we did, I didn't, I've never seen that before. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We drove around and sure enough, this thing sticking straight up in the air. So we had to drain the lake out to the river in order to even be able to start working on replacing this ditch down into the ground. Oh, the, <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was unreal, but, but all the horses went through that coffin complex on, on the day we, we did have to delay the cross country one day to be able to uh, get everything done. But amazingly, all the crews uh, got a, uh, did did an amazing job getting the footing back where it should be. You and, you know uh, what? You say it so calm, like it was just okay. <laughs> and I know you were freaking out when this happened, so don't don't pretend it's fine. Uh, now, Pokey, if if somebody else wants to be a Zen cross country designer, how, where can people go to start to learn about course design? Yeah, you know, um, USCA. Uh, the United States Eventing Association um, has has a good educational section on their website about the different um, uh, things that are available. Uh, cross country course design, being a judge, being a technical delegate. So that's where I would start. Also, with trying to get in touch with a, uh, a a course designer like like myself, I'm starting a mentoring program uh, for the young riders uh, with USCA and inviting them to 
um, apply to be able to uh, work with me um, designing courses uh, for for uh, two or three times coming out and from the ground up having them figure out how how we come up with the distances for for each of the levels on the cross country course and how many jumps you need to have for those distances because there's so many um, requirements that you have to meet for every course that's 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 uh, on on a recognized uh, horse trials. Um, so so with with getting in touch with USCA is is I think I think definitely the place to start, and um, and or or people can get in touch with me. I'm I'm always happy to have somebody hang out with me for a day or two while I'm designing courses. Fantastic. Well, where can people find you then besides a uh, Mogi Beard and Mueller, Mueller on Facebook? Um, sorry, yeah. but that is Dr. And Mueller. So I keep saying it wrong and it's Mueller. I know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just see yeah. it like it's my, my bad. I've mispronounced it every way you can mispronounce it. So she's used to that by now. Well, I, <laughs> I, I always but at least say you get my first name right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> that's all that counts really but i'm at um fox hill one zero at gmail.com is my email address and uh, my website is foxhilleventing.com um and um i'm always looking to uh talk to people about it and and um and uh, help out anybody with with either course design or if they're interested in any other aspects of the licensed officials uh, within USCA and USCF. I'm always happy to help guide individuals or young or, or young riders um, for looking looking at their future. All right, fantastic, Mogi. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. FoxHillEventing.com. Thank you. Good to talk to you guys. Good to talk to you too. Happy holidays. Bye. Well, there you go. You know, that I could see you kind of getting into that. Just I know. I know. A lot of I math know. though. A lot of math. I don't know about course designing because I'm terrified. This all right. Are you sitting down? Yeah. This is gonna be this is gonna be say I'm gonna say something that's gonna shock our listeners. And um, it's something I just can't get over. I'm the same way with other small utility vehicles. I am afraid to drive a tractor. I'm afraid. Well, the I'm course terrified. designer doesn't have to drive the tractor. There's They're a course always builder on for that. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I don't know, but whatever. Why it are you is, afraid I'm, to drive a tractor? I'm you know terrified. how to drive a stick, right? I drive a stick every day. It doesn't matter. I'm terrified of the tractor. I feel like I'm going to tip over. I cannot ride in a golf cart with my husband if he's driving because I feel like he's going to tip over. I've seen America's Funniest Home Videos <laughs> too many times to know we what's going to We need to take happen. your TV away. <laughs> and we have a, I have a Ranger, like a Polaris Ranger that I drive. And if Chad wants to ride, he rides. He does not drive that because I can't emotionally take the the recklessness of a fighter pilot driving <laughs> a small vehicle. It's just not going to happen. And so I drive it. I'm terrified of the tractor. He's like, I need to show you how to drive it. I'm like, okay. And I get on. I'm like, I can't. I you know, can't. that it takes all your credentials as a farm girl away. I <laughs> know. That's why I said, make 
make sure you're sitting down. I'm I'm okay with it. That's just one of those things. You have no credibility at all I'm anymore. I'm afraid of guns and trackers. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? You live in Oklahoma. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm, it's like I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, or something weird. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I can't take it anymore. I just can't. You ain't met one by now. You're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another. But That's just ridiculous. Hey, he can't help it. I feel like I'm getting trained. Horse trained. Well, it's a lazy affair. Let the buyer beware. I'm fired. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. But they'll go down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. The only thing saving you right now is that Monty Roberts certification. Otherwise, it'd be over. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when our listeners submit ads. And we have a little fun with them, just a little fun. Uh, they're either from Facebook or Craigslist, and they're usually about a horse or some farm implement, even a tractor, for sale. Uh, and this is the last one of the year. A really bad ad. So that means we're going to give away the prize, which is a $50 gift certificate to our custom Teespring store. That's where you can get our swag. So uh, we're going to give you the gift certificate. You can go buy some Horses in the Morning or Horse Radio Network or Gal Dutch stuff. Uh, you can buy anything you want on there, masks or coats or jackets or sweatshirts, whatever you want. And we're going to pick that winner after Really Bad Ads today. So we're going to get started with Really Bad Ads this week with one of our terrific listeners. You get double the credit if you submit their, your own ad. And Kim did that. Hi, this is Kim in SoCal. I found this on my Facebook Pivo for Equestrians Group. Much like the hotly hoof versus hoof debate. Some people say pivo and some people say pivo. But since the device pivots, like the infamous couch on Friends, I say pivo. <laughs> anyway, this horse husband post uh, seeking advice came up. Hi, I have no idea about horses, trots, canters, or dressage. I do, however, know about holding a phone, filming this stuff over and over again. Would this pivot thing capture my wife and her daft horse at a 45-foot arena? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I know it's probably been answered already, but the thought of trawling horsey posts is up there with <laughs> filming it. Thanks in advance. Gosh, I wish I could have done that in a British accent. Happy holidays, everybody. I love that guy that posted that. <laughs> <laughs> he is so sick of doing videos of dressage. He is so Oh my god. <laughs> okay, well I'll let you know how it goes because I just got a I got a pivot. Oh, did you? Pico. Yeah. And was Chad very happy about that? <laughs> uh he uh, you know what? To be honest, he just kind of rolls his eyes because he knows he's gonna be the ones to set it up. So now we yes. have Abby here. So Abby is like, Oh, you have to download this app and you do this and this and so she got it set up and got it working. So I'm gonna pivot myself today. And then you're gonna go to Chad and say, How do I get it off of here? Uh, now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> It's your own phone. And there's no like, there's no thing that makes it follow you. It just follows you. Oh, so it's not like the other one that, that uh, no. there was another one that actually turns Which and I follows. I have one of those and they need to sell it because I bought it and couldn't use I, I don't know. I never used so it. So this is basically this magic is what you're saying. Yeah, this one's magical. Um, so anyway, uh, let's see. Loreen has the next one. She sent this one in, and that is Lorene, our New Jersey listener, who sounds like she's from Brooklyn. So young, three-year gated horse. I got it. It takes me a second to get into Lorene. Young, three-year gated horse. A, oh God, and it's hard too. 
a exceptional fox trotters with 60 days professional training cash space dot 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 space dot serious buyer space space dot not sold to be written here on my site some additional training may be expected <laughs> all sales final the horse is really very pretty <laughs> very pretty with movement sorry <laughs> it's not and pretty standing still but when it moves it's pretty it's it's so basically <laughs> you can't test ride it no. you, and all sales are final so just come and get it and good luck you're going to need a trainer and apparently uh there were no pictures either cuz you know why mm. would you want a picture of a horse whoever looks at those Lorene, I need to. We need to have a phone conversation. I need to get back in this. I, I, I'm I'm slacking. It's been a while since I've had to do. You did pretty good. Thing. I like the dot dot dots. Your dot dot dots were on point. What what what? Yeah, that's <laughs> on point. On point. <laughs> well, let's hear what Laurie sounds like. Laurie. I'm not sure how to even explain this. The title is Connie Combs Barrel Saddle, sixteen inches, forty five hundred dollars. That's a lot considering they don't cost that much new. I just googled them. <laughs> But apparently with the saddle, you get a horse because here's the description. Used, good condition, registered six-year-old pink filly comes with saddle. Then there's one photo of the six-year-old filly with dried mud here and there, seriously in need of a farrier and a really pissy look on her face. Not that I blame her. The rider is sort of grabbing at her chest, her own chest, not the horse's, and laughing. I can't decide if what's all over her arm is mud or a tattoo sleeve. And she also looks as if her mouth is either full of mud or she's missing teeth. That's the only Philly photo, excuse me, of the six-year-old Philly and Ryder. Then there's also another photo of the saddle. So I'm confused. Are you buying a horse that comes with a saddle or a saddle that happens to come with a horse? <laughs> Those ding algorithms trying to get around it. She has a, uh, she has a great uh, radio voice. Lori does. She does. Yeah, thanks for sending that in. Uh, Laura sent this one in. ISO forever friend. I'm okay. still looking for a forever friend that must be 14.2 plus hands. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Yeah. If it is a title that says ISO forever friend, do, do you know what you have to do? I can't do that. You have to do it as a millennial or a teenager. Uh, I can't do teenager. I've been a long way from teenage. You want to do it as a teenager? You can't do a teenager. I can't do a teenager. I I can't do a teenager. I don't even. You do it so well, but I can't even. I can't even. My mind doesn't even go there. I can't. Okay. Well, you have to do. It's been a long time since teenager. Uh, Yeah, but it it doesn't matter. It's been a long time since I was a teenager. But I just I talked. Yeah, but you have them around. I don't even have them around. Exactly. (laughs) That's probably for the best. You do the next one, then I'll do this one. Okay. Like I am so forever friend. I am like still looking for a forever friend must be 14 two plus hands and be able to like do barrels. And if it can do jumping too, T.O. is a plus. No grays or thoroughbreds, please. <laughs> I can only do payments. So like, don't waste my time or like my gas money for me to come look at a horse. If oh you're going to back out and like end up keeping her <laughs> must haves ages four to nine must neck rain be an easy keeper broke 
Healthy, sound, like no maintenance, must be within one hour and 30 minutes from San Diego. <laughs> I mean, come on, of course it's San Diego. Must have great coloring, because like I want to stand out in a crowd, especially if oh I'm in a God. horse show. <laughs> and like it also has to be like under $2,500. Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> Of course it does. And if it's a gray thoroughbred, you know, you would stand out in the crowd with a gray thoroughbred, but no, but then no, but she doesn't want any of those. No, no gray thoroughbred. So let me get this straight. It needs to be trained on barrels, jumping, be between four and nine, neck rain, easy keeper, really well trained, no health issues, and an hour from you and must be uniquely colored. And you only have $2,500 in California. (laughs) Oh, my God, Laura, this is like such a good. Oh, no, you forgot the most important thing. She can only do payments. She's not even going to pay the whole twenty five hundred dollars. Obviously, I'm not going to give you twenty five hundred dollars like up front because like who has that kind of money? I mean, I don't listen. I work at the restaurant on the weekends as a hostess and I make thirty five dollars every night. Whether or not I get tipped out or not, it's like none of your business. But like. I do that and then I go home so I can give you like I'm not going to give you all of it because like I still need gas money and food so I can give you like $20 every Friday for like the horse that's $2,500 and below (laughs) and I don't know how long it's going to take me because I don't do math all that well but like whatever (laughs) it's not my problem you figure it out and don't waste my time. Now, aren't you glad you did that one? I'm glad you did that one, actually. I'm cleansed <laughs> right now. This is great. Does Abby sound like that, by the way? No, of course not. <laughs> but I do learn a lot of, like, I've I've saved things in my phone that she says that that are confusing to me. And so I've, I've saved them. So, like... <laughs> If, if there's a guy that likes her or she likes, you you know how you used to give guys your phone numbers or girls your phone numbers or things like that? Do you know what they say to each other? No. Hit me up on Insta. So they use Instagram for that now? Hit me up on Insta is like the equivalent of, Hey, can I have your phone number? Um, or now she's waiting tables and she's waiting tables at like the cool part, the coolest bar in Norman. And remember, Abby is like drop dead gorgeous. And so do you know that her and this other person, they count the tallies of how many people write their Snapchat names on the bills. (laughs) Isn't she like, is she 18 yet? Yeah, she's 18. Okay. Snappy. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't find all the notes. I've been taking notes of all the things that she says because I just, I'm I, I'm like, could you repeat that? Oh, oh, this is, okay. Apparently, dap and dab are two different things. I did hear this one because we have, you know, what those, those uh, fizzy drinks that are clear, you know, they, yeah, the, yeah soda water things and she'll be like ain't no law when you're drinking the claw i was like i'm sorry what did you say (laughs) apparently underage drinkers like white claw and that's what they say when they want a white claw ain't no law when you're drinking the claw we've come a long way we used to drink boone's farm because it was two dollars a bottle Uh, yeah yeah obvious obviously (laughs) and uh, there's all sorts of words that are different that i just i uh, but but the thing is like it not only like hit me on insta let me add you on Snap. 
I would understand nothing of what they're saying. I don't understand. That's why I write it down. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Let me add you on Snap. She's like, that means he wants my Snapchat address. And, and so he can look at my Snap and send me Snapchats. I'm like, that's the one that disappears, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know they're going to send you wiener pictures, right? <laughs> like, I, uh, without a doubt. She's like, well, you can screenshot it. But then they know that you've screenshotted it. So, like, it's awkward if you screenshot somebody's Snapchat because then they oh, know that you have it. And then they're, like, going to come after you. I'm like, well, maybe they shouldn't send wiener pictures. <laughs> God, I'm so confused. It's so hard to be a teenager nowadays. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm already frustrated with like, did they message me on my email or they text you me and or I, did they send me Facebook message? When we were and doing this, they had to Snapchat call our home phone that our parents would answer. Oh my God. Don't get me started <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. I'm like, Abby, I used to have to stand next to the wall yeah. and talk. And did you know that one of your parents could pick up the phone quietly in, in the, the other bedroom. room and listen <laughs> to your yes. conversation? Yes. God, I'm not that old. Which is only the only reason they put an extension in the bedroom was so they could listen to your conversations. That's the only you know reason. <laughs> yeah. Phone company, can you go ahead and put one of those little jacks in here? And it was a jack and yep. you had to plug it into the wall. Yep. And that was how. And you rented the phone. You didn't buy phones then you rented the phone from the phone company because you couldn't buy uh, a phone <laughs> yeah girls are me then because we we bought our phones we yeah. owned them outright oh we, we did have some rented handheld ones yeah. like the portable phones once you could get a portable phone oh, you're that like, was heaven i'm so famous and rich i can walk <laughs> but don't leave six feet from the base but yeah you we had one, one of those with the 80 foot cords that you could take from the kitchen into the living room <laughs> <laughs> and it never never said anyway we're too old for this let's <laughs> yeah but that was it when you're when the date when you were called by the guy your mother answered <laughs> and you know what i mean like i mean i remember getting answer machines and being like oh my god it's so freeing because you had to, when the phone would ring you had to run. You had to run to beat your dad. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, Jamie, it's your dad. Oh, <laughs> what? All right, Betty sent the next one in. This is the horse trailer of the week. And once again, it, it, the horse trailers just keep on giving. This one's in Colorado, Pueblo. Uh, 1973, two-horse trailer, way over our allowed of, amount of $400. This one's $650. Now, it's a 1973 two-horse trailer. It has new lights on it. There's also, the tires are also in excellent condition. Six, are they... Well, they hold air, apparently. <laughs> $650 or best offer. If anyone has questions, please call or text. I, I, have a, I have some questions. First of all, orange seems to be the color on this one. It might be the first orange one we've had. It is a convertible, so it has the roof structure without the roof. But it does have the structure. Now, I can see Scooter sticking his head through there and getting caught. Like the oh, halter caught. Death trap. This, <laughs> hanging is death trap. this is a tetanus, hepatepsy <laughs> death trap. And it, the orange, is, and it has an orange stripe. It looks like they tried to make it cool at one point. It is a chariot style. So it does have the open top. It has the front that kind of is chariot style. And you would not want to put a horse in it. But it has new lights, Jamie. The lights work. That makes it 650 right there. It does. Um, Ariana sent the next one in, or Ariane, Ariane sent this one in. Hey, Jamie and Glenn, this is Ariane from the Ariane. coast of Oregon. Um, I was going to send this ad to you so that you could read it, but honestly, I, I'm wanting to try out my southern accent. Oh, go for so it. Here we go. Yes. This is from Cheap and Free Horses in Oregon. 
I really thought I found a good horse here, but I didn't. Unfortunately, Stud Muffin has to leave. The people I got him from said he was good on fence, but he's not. He pushes it and all unless it's hot. He has good ground manners and has been saddled, and that's as far as I've gotten. He is okay around mares in hand. He stands tight, etc. He will throw good babies or be a good gelding. Intent. PM for more information. 800 smiley face. Thanks for looking. And there's a picture of a very ordinary, nondescript bay horse. So, geld that isht. Bye, guys. <laughs> she said it Thank for you. Thank you. You, you said were waiting. <laughs> you said everything I needed to say. If you are selling a stud for $800, you need to be selling a gelding for like nine fifty. however much. Just add the price of castration and put it on there. And Just you can get castration. you can get Geldat uh merchandise by going to horseradionetwork.com slash gifts, and you'll find a link to, to buy all of that merchandise. You can have it on your mask. I don't know so if anybody excited. bought a Geldat ish mask yet. Uh, Kelly sent the following one that in. That means nobody sent me one for Christmas, and I'm starting to get pissed. <laughs> Somebody please send her a mask for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one is from Kelly. She says, oh, it says, it, well, this is odd. It says, Spain, she's Andalusian horse, $20,000 in Mira Loma. I don't know where that is. California. She, she is qualified for breeding. She has her green card. She has her papers. Yep. I'm going to need a little more information if you want $20,000. Yeah. Well, it does kind of look like, you know, the way this picture is photographed and the filters it's used, it looks like a Briar model standing there, actually. Yeah. Now, tell everybody. Now, this is an Andalusian horse. It does look like an Andalusian, but tell them what's in the background. Okay, so you know that when you're sitting at a the the railroad crossing yes. and there's these boxes on the backs of the railroad, yes. you know that are being tugged along. Well, take those off the train and put them on the ground and leave them there for about a hundred years. Yeah, there's some and very rusty box cars in the back. Rusted out <laughs> box cars, thank you. With the, I mean, apparently they're houses and there's well, are stalls. Yeah, and the, the, there's a oh, cutout where proof, doors really? are. <laughs> they're not tornado proof. That is a that is a myth. <laughs> but it's and they're all rusted out. And like this horse is standing in the dirt, and clearly somebody's like shaking a whip at it. Oh, because you can see the shadow of the whip <laughs> and the person holding the line. Oh, bless his heart. It's, just, it's not it. a picture. I would have picked a better background for a horse you're trying to sell for twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, no, it's a yeah, mess. It's yeah, a mess. not well chosen background for that. Does not make it look like this horse is coming from an exclusive property worth $20,000. No, no, no. You know what? I have an Andalusian. I'll take 40 for they him. It looks like they stole it and uh, yeah. they're trying to sell it for $20,000. Exactly. Uh, the next one came from Sam. Sam sent the next one in. Perfect guy's horse. And this is in Phoenix. Mia is the sweetest and most broke horse you will ever ride. Can I just, I have to say it, broke is the worst word. It makes me just cringe when people say, is he broke? Get him broke. Mia is the sweetest and most broke horse you will ever ride. Mia is 14.2 hands and 18 years old. Mia was shown as a cutting horse. Mia is very broke. (laughs) Mia works the cattle very well. Mia is a quad dog firecrackers and mythbusters don't try this at home safe 
I love they got a Mythbusters reference in there. (laughs) Mia will happily stand by while your son, nephew, or husband does what boys do. Again, Mia is a unicorn. But let's keep that between us. But let's keep that between us, you know, because they're boys and boys don't want unicorns. Mia will be delivered to your place on Christmas morning via my badass all-guy giant rig wearing suitably redneck, slightly worn-out nylon halter and groomed to an acceptable level, level without the use of scented grooming products. <laughs> <sighs> I, I didn't catch the horse's name. <laughs> no, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Terry sent this one in. This is in Molten City, which I don't know where that is either. Seven-year-old mare pony, $175. I love a good mare pony. Mare pony. Super cute seven-year-old mare pony. She's around 42 inches. She is not broke to ride, can be hard to catch. She is skittish until she warms up. White with some light brown spots. Would this make, is Alabama. Would make a good Christmas present for a little girl. Okay. Oh, no, she would not. <laughs> Let me review. She's hard to catch. She's skittish. And she's not broke. But she would make a great Christmas present for a little girl. Hey, yeah. Ryder, but go ahead and put her under yeah. the tree. Except she's going to yeah. be scared. And the little girl will be in the hospital by New Year's Eve. So you know what? That. If you don't love your little girl, by the way, uh, Molten City is in Alabama, Glen. I so not I thought that sounded like a place in like, New. Uh, I was picturing like North Dakota, Molten City. Uh, well, I Googled Mo- Molten City, and there's a Molten City, Alabama, a Molten City, Texas, a Molten City, yep, it's Alabama. It's one up north, north someplace. It just sounds like a place up north. But yeah, don't buy this for your little girl, please. Please. Yeah. Please, God, good. don't do that. All right, and uh, let's see, the last one of the year. Are you ready? Oh, Ida. Princess Merida, the Christmas pony. Oh, my God. There's a lot of Christmas ponies today. Princess Merida, the Christmas pony, $900. Princess Merida is a beautiful pony with amazing long red hair. She loves kids and will eat all kinds of treats. Apples, carrots, store-bought treats, and homemade ones, too. Merida comes with a beautiful new halter and bias choice and colors and a matching lead. Special delivery available, which will have her arriving pre-groomed on Christmas Eve with sparkles in her hair and hooves <laughs> for an additional fee. <laughs> Very well done. That was very well done. Thank You're you. on your voices today. So, Thank you. So what is it with Christmas ponies this year? It's a new marketing thing. Everybody's figured out, hey, if I say it's for Christmas, they'll buy it. Here's the problem. Okay, so like, let's say that the, the other horse that would have been delivered during Christmas was, you know, a old kind of cutting horse and they deliver it on Christmas morning. And this one is a Christmas pony, but literally they said nothing aside. She loves kids and will eat treats. I know <laughs> like every horse I know will eat treats. Everyone. But her name is Princess it's, Merida. And you know, they made that name up just for this ad. It, this, this, this pony's name was not Merida. This pony's <laughs> name is Demon. Yeah. <laughs> but that didn't Christmas sale no. as well. And uh, uh, it's probably a, you know, uncastrated male. It probably is. All right. Let's do a winner here. 
So I'm going to have you pick a number. Uh, Jennifer told me between 1 and 198. Or are you at 1 or 198 right now on the spreadsheet? I am in the middle because I know your trick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, scroll back to 1. Suck it. Oh, then it's Ariane who read the ad today. Ariane Ferguson. So congratulations. Is it Ariane? Is that how she said it? Ariane. Did she say Ariane or Ariane? Ariane. Well, let's listen. Hey, Jamie and Glenn. This is Ariane Ariane. from the Coast of Oregon. Ariane, you are the winner. Congratulations. See, it pays to get two entries for every sound file you send in. What did she win, Glenn? She's going to get a $50 gift certificate so she can buy Geldach products right there on our (gasps) Teespring page. That's so exciting. And I will send you Jamie's address so you can buy her a mask. I don't need your mask. I've got a horse radio network mask and I, it does need a good wash. So it needs a laundry. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that masks are the thing spreading contamination? Cause nobody ever throws them out or washes them. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> like I put it back in my purse. Yeah, There you go. Out. I don't think that was the idea in the beginning of mask wearing, but it is what it is now. Uh, you know, we're not going to do a post show today unless you had something to talk about. We both have want to get to the weekend, to be honest. So no, good. All right, good. So everybody have a terrific weekend before Christmas and we will see you Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, Jamie and I both Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. And then we're going to go into some pre-recorded shows till the new year, like we do every year. Uh, but, uh, have a terrific weekend. All right. Spade, dude, everybody. 